Okay, folks, welcome back for the love of. There's your favorite campus uncle, and it is the Liberated Project Chick. And we are back here, and we do have our crew here with us. We have Nas and Jade, and they're going to be joining us in this conversation today. And yeah. allow me to uh, apologize for being straightforward and so direct because this conversation that we're going to have is a, uh, uh, a one serious in nature and uh, it's something that um, it's also personal, a very personal. And it's something that a lot of people in our community. And when I say our community, people of color are um, really battling through. And that is the, and that is the decision of becoming vaccinated or not. So uh, that is the conversation for the love of today. We'll be discussing about vaccinations, um, we'll be talking about uh, the histories that have plagued our communities with vaccinations. We'll be talking about some of the myths, myth busters of vaccinations. Um, ultimately, we'll ask the question, are you going to get it? Are you going to get the vaccine? Um, you know, do you know anybody that has received the vaccine? And if so, or if yes, then um has there been any sort of side effects? Have they grown a sixth finger? You know, there, there's reports about how people in uh, certain communities are uh, receiving uh, cerebral palsy, you know, as a side effect of the vaccination. You know, we'll talk about the different strands or the different brands of the vaccines that will be made available to uh, everybody. And uh, ultimately, because of of the vaccinations, will the world will the world return back to a sense of normalcy? You know, so that's uh, the topics that we will be tackling today. Again, before we begin, let's just preface this that, uh, you know, our opinions are our own. You know, and everything that we discuss um, has been to some form or fashion already been uh, researched in some capacity. And um, if you don't get right, you'll get left. Right. Right, Tamara? Period, Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know Period. So um, the first question I'm going to offer to the group and anybody can answer um, is um, so what do we know? about the vaccines and, you know, just being vaccinated. What do we know about it? Like this sure. vaccine in particular or just like in general? Sure. Well, this vaccine, this vaccine, um, what do we know about the COVID vaccine? There are two drug companies that um, have been approved by the FDA for the vaccines. There's a third Johnson and Johnson that might be on the cups or it may have already, um, I haven't been on CNN for the last two days because <clears throat> I'm tired of the impeachment already. Oh my gosh. Um, so I know that um, one of them, which I believe is Pfizer, number one pharmaceutical company in the United States, they require, they have two shots and they were talking about the temperature. So Pfizer's vaccine has to be at a certain temperature, like really, really cold in order um, for it to be effective. Where Moderma, I believe, I can't know if I'm pronouncing that right, this um, only has right, one Moderna. dose and it doesn't have to be at, stored at the high temperature as the Pfizer. I 
from what I have seen on TV. Well, well, let me say this. No, no one I know has gotten it. No one in my inner circle, nobody's connected to me that have it. And you know what? I take that back. Dr. Ron Stewart just got his. He was on social media showing um, himself getting vaccinated. So those that's are a, that's um, that's that's big. Right. That's big. So those right. are the that's big basics that I know about the three um, drug companies um, that have the vaccine or getting ready to have getting ready to have three companies that have the vaccine. Um, so that's some surface level stuff on my end. Um. Like when I was doing my research, like I, I'm very big on knowing what's inside of things. Like I like to know what things are made out of. And I learned that it was like, this vaccine is like a type of vaccine that's been like out on the market. Um, Most vaccines are made from this base where it's like an MRNA protein that it like, it's like injected into your body and your body, your immune system learns how to like identify these proteins as being a part of like the coronavirus. So that's like what I learned, like, don't quote me fully on that information, but like from no, what I learned, you, you walking down the street that I'm on. That's right. Oh, okay, yeah, because it's like I learned that it's not. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not like they're not injecting like coronavirus into your body. Like they just, it's like a right. specific protein in the coronavirus right. DNA that right. they're injecting, so your body knows what coronavirus is and like can eradicate that before it even like starts to attack your immune system. Like your white blood cells will like be able to identify it. So that's what I learned, but nobody, wait, no, I was about to say nobody that I know, but I know a lot of people who've gotten the COVID vaccine, like people in my age group, like the 22s to 25s. I know a lot of people who've gotten the COVID vaccine. Um, yeah, like I don't know anybody like older than that who's gotten it, which I think is kind of surprising, but. Yeah, so you have, so you have your friends between the, 22, between the age of 22 to 25 that have gotten the vaccine? Mm-hmm. They've gotten both doses. So now, uh, wow. so under what circumstances? Because remember, we're only not even one month, 30 days into the new administration. We know the former administration that just went out did not have a plan, distribution plan, a plan about anything, not even walking across the street mm-hmm. regarding the pandemic, let alone the um, vaccination. So we were being told that it was for, again, healthcare providers, doctors, physicians, um, individuals that were in critical, um, critical careers. And then they were starting with the elderly, 65 and older. So how did your 22 some uh, people, were they traveling? So um, I think, no, it's like working in like the healthcare industry. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cause I have a lot of friends like across a couple of States who have gotten it. Cause they are like either like, Pharmacy techs, they're mm-hmm. nurse techs, they're CNAs, um, RNs. They work at like, you know, nurse nursing homes, things like that. So, um, and then like I like I can get it. Like if I if I chose to get it this month, I would be able to because I work at a COVID testing site. Okay. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, um, I actually know a lot of people who have taken the vaccine because um um the state of maryland or everywhere else probably um has given it to not just first responders or people who work in certain capacities but you know to teachers as well Mm. as you guys already know that you know i'm an educator myself so my school district has just recently just given out the vaccines to the teachers and educators in my school district um and we had a meeting about it and Mm -hmm. 
everybody was just like everybody just trying to grab the link and the links wasn't working and stuff like that it was a whole bunch of stuff but once it started working literally 75 percent of my school has already took in the vaccine now i just had a meeting with my principal and she had actually what i was getting it and i was like uh, i don't think so you know mm-hmm. and they're and and there's they're really trying to push this vaccine only because of the fact that um they're thinking about opening up the schools over here in maryland yeah. so um you know i'm you know i i know for me like i'm i'm really iffy about it because i've heard some things that if you are allergic to peanuts or if you are um if you're allergic to shellfish that you would have to get mm-hmm. the vaccine at a hospital versus at any clinic or something like that and for me I'm allergic to peanuts and I'm, you know, that really made me iffy about it. So I'm not really too sure about it. And also I have not gotten any vaccine other than the vaccine that you have to get. So I'm not a food shop person. Um, yeah, me neither. Know, you know, and it just doesn't really like work for me because like, I don't really believe in that concept, but, um, you know, a lot of people have received it. They said they, they did get some mild, mild, mild side effects. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, um, they did say like, you know, that obviously your arm is going to be sore because um, you just got shot right there and it's a vaccine. Um, but it was just more so on the fact that, you know, some of them, like they felt lightheaded and things like that. And, you know, I just don't want to feel like going through that, you know, like I feel like that, you know, thank God I've been pretty safe, you know, not wearing just one mask, but two, but just being able to just, you know, get the vaccine, um, I'm not really too sure about it, but I know a lot of people have gotten it. And they're very adamant about getting it, um, even when they hear some of the things that people say about the vaccine. Well, I, so I'll offer this, and um, Fred will have um, even his personal opinion, but then what he knows because his wife is um, in medicine. Um, I used to be um, in medicine. And what I mean by that is I was a former pharmaceutical rep. So it didn't matter what you're taking. It could be an aspirin flu shot, um, Corona shot, COVID-19 shot, ibuprofen, um, epidural, if you're having a baby, Tylenol, everything has an AE. AE is adverse effect. So anytime you get any prescription, from the pharmacy or anytime you have a bottle of something they have, these are all the things that you need to be concerned about. You need to read your, again, list. So it doesn't matter. Everything that we take is going to have some adverse effect. And that's just it because when you think about, you know, modern day medicine, they're trying to put together to Jade's point, They're trying to put together this concoction or this potion, so to speak, that is going to be able to identify whatever is inside your body that shouldn't be to ward it off. So then that way you're not sick or ill, don't have a stuffy nose or whatever the scenario the case is, um, you know, regarding. So there's always going to be some adverse effects. There's going to be. And even if you don't, let's just say hypothetically, we know decide not to take it because I'm with you. Nas. I haven't just I haven't determined. I am not like, oh my goodness, I'm not taking um, the vaccine because it's going to be another Tuskegee, you know, um, syphilis institute experiment. Absolutely not. I'm not, I'm not there. 
you know, with it. But I do recall and do know, and then Fred may even heard, may have heard this as well, because I'm certain his wife has. There are some physicians that won't even write a new drug for the first year because of AEs alone. Mm-hmm. So I've heard that and that's been drilled into me as a pharmaceutical rep. I worked for the number two company, um, Glasgow Smith Klein, and I heard that. And then they're like, no, 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 because that's when a lot of people find out what, again, the clinical trial did not again show. Remember also the thing to be cognizant of this, the clinical trial, you know, for um, the COVID vaccine wasn't as long. Remember it was called warp speed. So there may be some other things that still haven't even come that would normally would have come out in a regular trial that had a longer period. I'm not certain how many persons also were in the actual trials as well. So yeah, there's definitely a lot um, that still is unknown. But one of the things that, you know, we do know that there's going to be something whether we get vaccinated or there's going to be something whether we don't get vaccinated. Dr. Fauci um, on CNN, he said there's going to be open season in April. He said if we did not do what he suggested in terms of wearing our masks, you know, staying within our bubbles, not traveling, going back and forth, that this was going to be the coldest winter you know, not only literally, I mean, figuratively, but also the coldest winter in terms of the number of cases. The only thing that I'll I'll say and then let Fred jump in, the only thing that has been a shining stop spot or star is that the Biden and Harris administration has been very, very aggressive. And last week was the first week the number of vaccinations outweighed, increased, and the number of cases decreased. Last week was the first week that happened. So that tells me that there's some great things about the vaccine and there's individuals um, that are benefiting from the vaccine. Okay, so this is what um, I've learned about uh, the state of the vaccine or being vaccinated amongst our community of people. One, uh, there are two brands that are officially available. There is the Pfizer and there is the Moderna. Uh, and speaking to those two brands, uh, you mentioned my wife. My wife is a doctor and um, she uh, forwarded me and uh, an article from The Atlantic. Mm. And they were talking about the two different brands, the Moderna and the Pfizer. And the difference is, I mean, both both brands, you do need two shots. Oh, okay. Yeah, you do need two shots. It's just that on the second shot, it has been proven that your body reacts to it more aggressively. What does that Uh, mean? Meaning. meaning that meaning that uh, you're more likely to receive side effects on the oh. second shot okay. than the first shot, because the first shot, your body is introduced to these new proteins and antibodies that they inject into your body and your body is, a, is more receptive to it. But on the second go round, when you receive uh, the second shot, your body uh, recognizes these abnormalities and so now it 
sends like a shock into your immune system. And now your body is more aggressively fighting off this abnormality. And that's when you get like the flu-like symptoms. You know, you start to get headaches, you become dizzy, your arm is hurting. And uh, plenty of physicians have said that if your arm hurts, that means that the vaccine is working, Mm. you know, and it's boosting up your immune system. You know, so the more it hurts, the more effective, I guess, that it's becoming with um, working on boosting your immune system. I did hear that as well about this tenderness and the sore right. of the arm. Right. Me too. Um, so, th- so speaking to the two brands of the vaccine, that's what we know so far. That's what I know so far. Um, we talked about, uh, well, you touched on the, uh, the historical fact when it deals with our communities of color. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. vaccinations with the syphilis, with the syphilis, uh, you know, experiments and things sure. like that. Uh, the black community is very scared and hesitant and fearful when it comes to vaccinations because of the history that America has with vaccinating uh, people of color and the results of it. Uh, I myself, I'm one of them because. Um, not only the history of the vaccinations, but because of how it has been rushed, the, the, the development and the manufacturing of it has been rushed. And I, and I get the, the intent because it is a global pandemic. And I think that's, that's what a lot of folks are failing to realize is that this is not just an American thing. This is a world thing. So rushing to develop and to manufacture uh, and to uh, disperse a vaccination. And no matter how long did it take for them to create this? About six uh, to eight months. Six to eight months compared, Mm -hmm. like compared to other, like there's, there's no vaccinations for cancer. There's no vaccinations for HIV, you know, like, you know, there's like these really, immune deficiency or respiratory deficiency uh, uh, illnesses that are out there. And there hasn't been any sort of vaccination or real intent to find a vaccination for these things or for it to be rushed like how it is for COVID. And for COVID to come out six to eight months with the vaccination that quickly and then put it on a market that quickly, I ju- it just raises a lot of questions in terms of like, what truly is the intent? Because I know that there's a lot, I mean, pharmaceutical companies make trillions of dollars off of drugs and administering drugs to, to folks. Because again, there is no money in cure. There's money in prevention. So, you know, with that, with that notion of prevention, I can understand why these pharmaceutical companies, pharmaceutical companies want to rush and put out a vaccine quickly, you know, because they want to create this this idea that if you get vaccinated, then we, you know, we we move closer to a, a, a an idea of normalcy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for me. It's just the idea of the rush and not to mention there are so many different mutations of the COVID virus. 
now, well, you know, well, this strand is becoming more mutated now. You know, like there's there's the South African strand. There's there's all these different variants. There's all these different variants that's happening. And who's to say that Pfizer and Moderna took those strands or those variants into account when it came to creating this vaccines or their vaccines? You know what I'm saying it's kind of like the flu shot too. Now it, I might sign, I might sound hypocritical. I am a person that gets a flu shot. Mm. I, I am. I ain't never got but, one of those. Neither have I. But I, yeah, I don't know. But I'm more. Well, let me let me just say this. I am not against getting a vaccination uh, for the COVID, but I'm reluctant and I'm I'm willing to be patient with receiving a vaccine for COVID because of the fact that there's so many different questions and uncertainties about it. Yeah. If that, if that makes sense. If yeah. Makes like sense. I, I believe in the science, like when it comes down, right. like when it boils down to like the science of the vaccine, like the MRNA and like how they, how the vaccine works, it makes sense to me because it's been around for years. Like a lot of the vaccines that we get now are made from this like I I, I want to say base, but that's not really like the proper term for it. Like a lot of vaccines are mRNA vaccines. Like they don't often use the live um, virus in your body anymore. It's very rare. So it's like I understand the science, and that's like I'm like I want to get the vaccine, but I'm in no rush to because I do want to see kind of with more people getting it. What right. other things that yeah, like what other things are going on. But it's like knowing the science, like I'm not scared of the vaccine itself. Mm-hmm. I'm just scared of the speed at which they're like they're making it like the science. Right. There's no problem. Right. Like there's no problem with that. It's just how fast they're making it in these like labs and stuff is what's a little bit off putting because it's like, mm. you know, full vaccines. We all know that they come out every year and it's always around the same time of year that you can get your flu vaccine, your mm-hmm. flu shot. So it's like they've, you know, they're cooking and they're, they have the whole year to, you know, make sure every batch is just right. And like the fact that it's like this mass, like shooting out of it. And it's like, if I was in Europe, I probably would have been first in line to get the vaccine. But in the U.S., I just don't trust the big pharma system enough to be like, oh, let me get this vaccine that they're cooking up in three days. You know, like I would like something that's been in a crock pot, you know, like couple hours, couple of weeks, couple months, and then let me get a crock pot. Yeah. Like I want a crock pot vaccine. I don't want like, Mm -hmm. I don't want a pressure cooker vaccine in a sense. Like I don't want it. I don't want it because you guys have to give it to me. I want it because it's a choice, if that makes sense. So I think that we, we, we really talked about, um, because I had a I had a couple questions, and I think within this dialogue, within this conversation, we've answered like three of them already. So we do know the the brands or or the distributors of the vaccines. We do know some of the myths and some of the histories, but I really want to tackle that. Why Why do you think, and in, in your in your in your perspective, why doesn't the black communities trust? the idea of vaccinations when it comes to this COVID situation? Why, why, are, why are black communities and brown communities so reluctant in giving it a chance? 
I think it's, you know, part of there, there, first and foremost, there's so many, there's so many reasons, right? We will never be able to accurately portray and or answer or come up with all of the reasons why the black and brown community is reluctant, um, skeptical about the vaccine. So here's some four or five, <laughs> just for us to put it in Jade would say the crock pot <laughs> and, and deal with it. First and foremost, Tuskegee. We don't even need to go any further, right? So if nothing else, there we are. I think the um, Jay just brought up a great point. Um, you brought it up. She, you know, built on the point. She meaning Jay. The warp speed. Are we getting? So if first and foremost, is it? The, let me say, and this is a question because I just thought about it as I'm, I'm walking through this. Are all three of is do all three of the pharmaceutical companies have the same formula? Is it the same vaccine? Because again, thinking about my pharmaceutical days, Pfizer came out with Levitch, um See, what's it? The blue pill. What's the name of it? Viagra. Viagra. I had Levitra because that was our pill, right, for erectile dysfunction. And then Cialis um, came with, well, I mean, Cialis was the other company, right? So they all basically handled erectile dysfunction, but they all had their strengths and their weaknesses. So I'm just thinking about this. Hey, are all of the ingredients, the active ingredients to what Jade is saying, are they all the same with all three of these, or let's just say these two pharmaceutical companies, because they're the only two that are out there. That caused me to pause because if you have a vaccine and you know it's working and it is effective, why wouldn't you just share it with all the other pharmaceutical companies so then that way we can um, get it faster, quicker, and then not have to worry about whether it's the same thing because the, you you're are you are able to multiply it exponentially right so that's another reason why some people might not be comfortable Fred because you have Pfizer always wanted to be the first one to the gate you have McDermott and then now Johnson and Johnson trying to get into the party with you know there are all there were over what 463,000 last I looked you know, individuals' lives that were lost. So why wouldn't it be just be, why wouldn't it be an open form where any pharmaceutical company reputable would be able to get the active ingredients to make the vaccine and then they would get, um, what, compensated for it where we could then have even more persons being vaccinated. Well, I'll tell you why, because we live in a capitalistic, imperialistic um patriarchal society there it is that's exactly oh. what my answer was going to be too because <laughs> like you know and i was just, i was literally but i was literally thinking that i was just like because of the system that we live in like it's created in a way where it's going to be combative and compete and and in competition to see who's going to give what best you know and i really think that it's it's come to a point where it's not even beneficial for us at this point it's only beneficial in whose pockets they're filling 
So, and that's the reason why, like, I'm very skeptical about um, getting the vaccine is because it's just in the way that it's being interpreted and the way that it's being handled and the fact that, you know, Black people are already going to have their own, mm-hmm. proof, like, you know, their, their own thought of, like, how um, vaccines are going to be able to be, you know, processed and things like that. You know, we've always been skeptical, skeptical about everything, you know, so I think it's very normal that Black people or people of color are very skeptical about about these things like this because they already know how our system works. And that's yeah. the great thing about um, us colored people is to be able to understand that um, those t- situations are going to happen. And we need to able to not just jump into things and think like, oh, yeah, this is good for me. But not thinking how the system works for us and it doesn't even work for us in its ent- entirety. Right. Indeed. And, um, and I believe, I mean, to, for all of those particular reasons and so many more that we haven't even touched upon, you know, as a black and brown community, we it's our right to be skeptical. We should mm-hmm. be pausing. And for those that aren't, you know, certain about it, for those that might not you know, um, take the vaccine. That's your prerogative. We just have to be informed. And that's why I like the fact that, you know, Fred said, hey, let's talk about this because if nothing else, figure out if I don't, what does my life look like? And if I do, what does my life look like? Because it doesn't matter what side you're on, there's going to be some form of impact one way or another because what it's too widespread yes Fred go ahead you got something I see you yeah Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm glad that you made mention of that because um there are a lot of folks who are refusing to take the um the vaccine Mm -hmm. and they're choosing to go a different route so let's talk about this different route real quick okay so I was waiting for this one right so you know, there are those um, folks who are herbalists and, mm. you know, they believe in doing the natural thing. Yeah. Right. They believe in doing Right. They believe in the holistic approach and being, you know, all natural. So, you know, black folks, hey, you, you need some vitamin D. So take some supplements. You know, let's get some zinc in your life. You know, let's get the elderberries and let's and let's get the vitamin, you know, the vitamin C's and, and the D's. And, you know, let's all put those together and take those every day. You know, um, do you think that that is enough to boost your immunity towards something like this? Yes and no. My like, same I'm, exact answer. Yeah. No. Be- because like, I'm very, like I like to think about, you know, like holistic medicine. Like I don't practice holistic medicine um, only because I have like allergies to a lot of different like herbs and spices and a lot of plants and stuff. So I'd rather not, twiddle my thumbs with stuff I will not be able to understand. But I do know a lot of people who did take the holistic route and the like homeopathic and the like green, like the green route. I say green with air quotes because that's the best way to put it. But people who, you know, did the elderberry, vitamin C, like immuno um, strengthening supplements and things like that. But you also do hear from a lot of like medical professionals that although these are good things, sometimes in excess, it'll do more, like it'll do more worse than good 
because your body makes these things on it, like on its own and it pulls it from different places in your diet. So if you add a supplement, sometimes you can be just overloading your system with it. And then your body doesn't know how to like get it from other places by itself. Um, and so people who like, are like, yeah, like, you know, the green way is the best way. Like if that's what works for you, then, you know, I'm not the type of person to shoot it down. You know, like when you look at, um, say like New Zealand, like New Zealand is opening up and lifting its COVID restrictions because of the fact that they stopped the spread using, you know, masks and proper like restrictions on going out, leaving the house, getting groceries, going to the gym, things like you couldn't leave your house. You had to stay home and you need a note to say, oh, I'm going to work or I'm going to the supermarket to buy these items, you know? And I feel like if, like the virus hadn't become so politicized in the US, we could have done the exact same thing, you know, just like by stopping the spread by just locking everybody inside the house. Like, I feel like you can do the whole strengthening your body, but it's also about the herd immunity. If the people around you aren't taking care of themselves, the amount of work you're doing for yourself is not going to protect you in a way. It's, it might make it a little bit harder for it to like get into your system, but it definitely won't like just save you from it completely, if that makes sense. Well, I think the U.S. is kind of too big for those things to happen where um, we going to say everyone's staying in their houses because, you know, we are, you know, yeah, we're, huge. One of, we're, we're huge. We don't want the top largest, you know, countries. So at the same time, you know, we want to be able to be cognizant of the fact that, you know, that may not work somewhere and where it's a big, large country, you know, that may work in New Zealand because New Zealand is not that big. So it's easier for kind of have that, that country to be on hold. But I definitely do agree that like, you know, it's, everybody has their own take on it in regards to that, especially within the, in its countries and stuff. But I don't think that that would work for the U S though, because that w- it wouldn't even be maintained in a way that we it would definitely like wouldn't it have been. Be. I think um, because we are a capitalistic society, Nas said it, Fred and hit upon it earlier. There's no money in healthy people. There's no money in consciousness. There's no money when an individual is able to go out in their backyard and get herbs and put them together. What was it Dr. Sabi told us? He had a whole book, he had a whole processes about how to heal all these other things. Not only that, remember, um, you know, Fred might remember this more than um, Nas and Jada. Yeah, you may remember your great, great grandmother. We use Vaseline for everything. Everything. Vaseline was the catch-all. Oh, yes. And all, right? And it got to the point where, especially, you know, for our um, black and brown um, ancestors, you know, grandparents, great-grandparents, they lived off the farm. They lived in the South. They were living to their 80 and 90 years old. Matter of fact, we just... You know, Barry, on my birthday last year, my great aunt, my grandmother, I'm lying, my grandfather's sister, my maternal grandfather's sister, she was 99 and in her right mind, 99. So when you're thinking about it, um, homeopathic 
um, remedies and processes are real and they do work and they, and they help people. And, um, it, it, it's a good thing, but then also sometimes it's not, and not necessarily because of the homeopathic aspect of things. Some people just don't know what they're doing and they give again, the, the science, you know, a bad name, just like in this particular instance, I do believe that there's a place and space for some medicines. So for example, I had a baby, Fred's wife getting ready to have their another baby, their fourth baby. I want epidural and new bane because I don't want to be in that kind of pain. Give it to me. I can't spell yes. it, but I know what it is. Yeah. Give yeah. me epidural yeah. and new bane. You hear me? Right. I want it all. So <laughs> I think that there's a place in space, you know, for medicine. Um, you know, when, you know, our babies, you know, are sick and they have brain cancer. Yes. I, I Listen, anything. If I do not want my baby or any other babies to be in pain. If there's something that can ease a baby's pain. Absolutely. So I do believe that there's a place in space for modern day medicine. But I also believe that sometimes we are over medicated. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. My mom is one of those like homeopathic ladies. So when I was back home, like when I had gotten sick over winter break, my mom was having me chug like two vitamin C's, a vitamin D, two zincs, an iron and an airborne. And she had me chug that all with hot citronella tea mm. to to like boost my immune system. And I got sick from the vitamins because my body didn't know how to like process Mm. the excess. Mm. And I was like nauseous and I like had a migraine and I couldn't focus. And I felt really like lethargic because I I had overloaded my system with supplements because like vitamin C is water soluble. So in order to rid your body of excess vitamin C, you have to drink a lot of water. Vitamin D is fat soluble. So you have to make sure there's enough fat in your body and that's passes through your stool. So it's like mixed, like adding more of that to my system, like made my body like short circuit for a couple of days. But I did take an Excedrin for my migraine because there was nothing that was going to save me, but an Excedrin. So (laughs) there is a space, there's a space and a time for medicine. And that was the time because it made me sick. Well, what do we feel about, uh, you know, those, um, those folks, especially uh, within our communities that consider themselves to be at risk. So, you know, those uh, individuals who are elderly, our elderly, our elders um, who fit the criteria of uh, being more at risk of receiving COVID and becoming fatal or becoming uh, dangerously sick. What about those who are in the communities of being a diabetic or those communities of uh, high, um, hypertension and high blood pressure and all that stuff? Does, uh, d- do you think that the, the homeopathic route is something that is more, um, productive towards them preventing or do you think that there is a need for them to become vaccinated i so that's a loaded question and i think i I think that one size does not fit all 
So one answer is not going to be appropriate for everyone, especially individuals that already have comorbidities. So again, in pharmaceuticals, I had one of the most difficult portfolios. I called on cardiologists. So I had a drug. It was called CoreXCR. That was the street name. And it was for cardiovascular disease. Then I also called on urologists. I told y'all because again, with erectile dysfunction. Then I also carried Paxocr, which was for depression. I was like, damn, like, so when you're talking about the pharmacology of these drugs and the compound and how they interact with the body and all this other stuff. So I saw some, the physicians I saw, they saw sick patients. So I saw individuals, I saw a man in a waiting room who was a two time, who was a two time amputee from the knees down and then still eating a bag of M&Ms in the morning. Right. I mean, I saw that it was real life. So I believe that some individuals who have these major comorbidities, who have hypertension, who are suffering from diabetes, who are suffering from overweight, who are suffering from other things that continuously, you know, um, impact them and, you know, their livelihood, I believe um, homeopathic medicines might be far gone for them because there's so many things that are going on with their body, but then contingent upon, and then, so that, that, that's the one thing. And then the other thing too, I would say this homeopathic medicines and remedies, they work for individuals who are compliant and individuals who were what diligent and consistent. The reason why we have, again, pharma is so big in terms of business, one, because we have sick people, but we also have sick people who are not following doctor's orders. My physician, both my physicians, my primary care physician and my gynecologist, both black females, they will tell you, and I can tell you, and you all can tell, um, again, because you know this, the best way for individuals to get off of prescription drugs is exercise and eating well, drinking water. However, if they're not going to just do that, homeopathic is not going to be, wouldn't be a viable option or wouldn't work for them because they would have to be strict with the way in which they went about taking care of their body to get themselves where they could come off of their high blood pressure medication, where they could stop taking all of the other pills. And if they're not going to do that, then I said, like I said earlier, I believe then all of these opportunities, these remedies end up getting a bad name because someone didn't do what they were supposed to be doing. So now it's bad for everybody. And I think that's one of the things that um, could also plague our community and why we might not be what open to certain things. So let's just take it outside of the medical realm. What happens when someone is interested in a business opportunity? What happens when someone is interested in college, but their baby goes to school, they tell their mother half the, half the truth. Fred couldn't have about a billion stories to tell you. They tell them, oh, I lost my financial aid because of such and such and not telling their mother I lost my financial aid because I fell below 2.0, my grade point average. And then they have to go home. They end up with $10,000 in debt. And then you sour the experience for the people in the community who don't know any better. Mm -hmm. 
it's just like it's a it's like a very it's a slippery slope you know it's it is. because you can you know preventative medicine is it's only preventative if you have the if you're within the parameters for it to be preventative it's if it's hereditary if it's genetic mm-hmm. if it's something that can be like it's kind of passed through if you have a predisposition for it preventative medicine no even no matter like your level of diligence you're still at risk so it's just kind of like mm-hmm. you know it's it's very i'm trying to find the word but it's like selective in a sense of what works for one may not work for all but that's but then again where do you draw the line though yeah and that's for everything exactly jay what works for one person might not work for all so that's not only for again um medic- medications that have been approved by fda that also includes homeopathic you know um processes that is everything but that's why it's important for us going kind of going back and leaning on what nas was saying we need to know our own bodies mm-hmm we need to know our own bodies. We need to know, okay, like you said, your mother was like, nope, do this, do this, do this. And it wasn't until you had an opportunity to be home and realize that, okay, um, they tell you if you're taking vitamin C, if you're taking one other vitamin, you should be taking it with water because it's a soluble and it helps break it down. Some people might be drinking a Pepsi or not drinking anything. It is sitting near your stomach and you're trying to figure out why you're getting right. ready to throw up. Right, mm-hmm. right. There's ways right. to take vitamins too. But here's your girl. I take vitamin too because I take, again, my Echinacea gold, take my vitamin D, take my vitamin E, I take biotin. Um, I take lutein for my eyes because I have the beta carotene in it and some other stuff. Your girl take, I'm running out the door trying to get on Buffalo State's campus, take about five or six of my vitamins on an empty stomach. By the time I got to the parking lot, I'm bent over in front of my car in the grass. Yeah. Just because guess what? There's ways to take even vitamins. But if we're not educating one another and if we don't understand the importance of that, those supplements, then guess what? That's not going to work either. And then somebody will say, well, I tried to take vitamins and then guess what? I got sick. Well, why did you get sick? Very true. Right. Very true. Very true. Listen, I'm I'm so glad that you said that, though, too. You know, I really grabbed because of the fact that, you know, I take I take vitamins as well, too. And my mom is very, 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 very big on vitamins. But on the contrary, she has high blood pressure. So -hmm. she is very dependent on her pills as well, too. So that's a little bit of an uh, iffy thing. But like I remember um, I had took a different I took a multivitamin. And I took the multivitamin. My stomach's on her. So I was just like, whoa, I said, um. I said, why is my stomach hurting? <laughs> because I'm like, mm-hmm. vitamins supposed to help you. Like, I'm confused. But going back to what you said, Tamara, about knowing your body and knowing what works for you. And maybe that brand or maybe that specific vitamin may not be suitable for your body. But I feel yeah. like it's so, 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 so important to really know what works for you and be, able to, and be able to speak to your doctor and say, okay, like, this is not working for me. What else I should try? And trying different things. And But I feel like for me, it's like when it comes to trying certain medicines and things like that. And one, I feel like our community gets easily in, like we get so comfortable with taking different things because it, we get so used to it and stuff. So we don't run to those situations where we sit here and we exercise and we eat right. And some yeah. people be, and some people are so dependent on the pills, they end up not eating either. 
And I feel like that my my parents, like especially my mom, like she definitely does that way. It's just like she's like, oh, you know, I just ate. It's my pills. I'm like, what do you eat? She's like, oh, piece of piece of bread. What is mm-hmm. a piece of bread gonna do for you when you take right. your pills? Like that's mom so be like a yogurt. So what you do that? Like it, it doesn't make any sense. Like and it's just like yeah, that's that's very counter. That's very that's very counterproductive because exactly. most most medications, even vitamins, they they encourage for you to eat something. Like you have to eat substance. And I'm saying our oh, sustenance. You have to eat. You know, um, great great points. Great mm-hmm. great points. Um, here, here's a. I have two more questions for you guys because we're gonna wrap this up. But I got two more questions. So the first one is is um, so are we gonna get vaccinated? Like as the for the love of team, like what's the consensus on the on the? Yeah, on the, are we gonna get? Are we gonna get? Are we gonna get vaccinated? Are we gonna do it? So uh, it's it's a little iffy for me because like they're about to open back up the schools over here, and my school has about 3,000 students in it. And yeah. So, and my school is the biggest school in the county. So the thing about it for me is that like, you know, I'm finna really be in my office and say, have my doors closed at all times. Like you can't come in here unless you have an appointment, all those things and everything, you know? Um, But I'm just really iffy about it because I know my body. Like even even when um, I had took a medicine that, um, that I took that my med- my doctor had gave me, I was having an allergic reaction right then and there when mm-hmm. I took it. Mm-hmm. And and she's like, Do you okay? I said, I feel my throat closing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, like you give the and that was and that was a pill that was given for everybody that anybody can use at any point in time. So the fact that those different things and she didn't even just send me, she told me, she said, you know, usually this doesn't happen. Like, you know, are you allergic to anything? And I said, Yeah, I'm allergic to peanuts. And she's mm. like, oh, okay. Um, I'm not for sure as to why it happened. They gave me something to eat, water, but I'm just like, no, like this is not right. supposed to happen. You know, so it just it just makes me a lot iffy for me, especially because of all of the things that I've been hearing about the vaccine and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. Like I'm just really on really on the fence about it. Like if it comes to the point where, which a lot of people are saying, and I don't know if you guys want to go into this, but being, um, knowing that in order for you to travel, you have to get the vaccine. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm a big traveler, as you know, I'm going to Mexico tomorrow. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm a big traveler. So I don't know, maybe if I get it because of that and also including my job, because, you know, I don't want to be around 3000 students in the hallway and there's a whole bunch of Corona going around. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, so it's it just it's very it's very iffy for me, and I'm I'm kind of on Jay's side to just kind of see how it plays out to kind of see if it's really worth it for me to really do it. But then again, it doesn't matter because everybody's body is different. Just people mm-hmm. dying from taking this vaccine. So why am I putting my life in jeopardy when the whole protocol for us was to continue to wear a mask? Right. right. Now they're to wear two, like. I can't catch a break. I don't know. Like, like Nas said, and like I said earlier, like I'm most likely going to get it. Like I don't have any harsh, like anti feelings towards the vaccine, but I am in no rush to get it. Like when I get it, I'll get it. You know, I have like, you know, I'm a part of the phase of in New York state that's allowed, that's allowed to get the vaccine right now. Cause I'm an essential worker, mm-hmm. but it's like 
I'm going to let everybody else have fun with that. You know, I spoke to somebody today because I work COVID testing. One of the guys who does like the pooling, he was talking about his symptoms from his second shot. He was like, I felt horrendous, like fever, chills. Like I just was run down for about a day and a half. And I was like, wow, like, you know, you're hearing it. And then somebody else who had just gotten their second shot was like, oh yeah, I just, I just felt a little tired. And I was like, oh, okay. Like she had gotten her shot, I think the day prior. And she was like, yeah, like I'm just a little rundown. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I want to get it. Like Nas said, like Nas works in a school, students in and out. Like even with the vaccine, you can still be a carrier, but it's like, listen, I work in COVID testing. People be coming in here, masks half on. I'd be like, put your mask over your nose, please. You know, I want to be, I want to be protected. I, I like, know you be getting them, girl. I would like, put your mask over your nose. I'm like, hi, welcome to COVID testing. Mask over your nose. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Not now, but right now. Yeah. Like, you know, it was hard enough getting people to wear one mask. Now the CDC is telling us to wear two. Like I need people to get right with the first, the first you need, round. Of you, the need to, you need to invest and get one of those face guards. Like the right. ones that they show on Instagram that look like a helmet. <laughs> no, but with your mask too. Yeah. People be like, mask, oh, I have a face shield. I don't need a mask. And I'm like, no, no, the Corona goes slip under the face shield, babe. Exactly. And that's why it's important for you to wear your mask and also wear the face shield. Cause it's not enough. Mm. It's not, it's not enough. My ass gonna be looking like a Halo video game with the with the helmet mask and the N95 underneath it, and you know. And, and I just ordered those by, Korean ones. I just ordered by, the did Korean. you hear? Did you hear that there's a lot of fake N95 masks out here? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Shut the front door. Yeah, yeah there's a, lot, a, of a lot of there's them a lot are of fake of them. A lot of them are fake. This is what we're talking about. We just talked about how we're very skeptical about these things being misconstrued in their own way. Like, how can we sit here and and be true and and trust the system, quote unquote, and be able to sit here and try to be able to do things that will be beneficial for us? And I, I don't really feel like this vaccine is beneficial for us in any way, shape, or form. Like, I'm just not really, yeah. I'm not, I'm not understanding it because it just comes to a point where I'm it just feels like at some point in time, I'm at risk regardless. And any mm-hmm. any direction where I go, I'm at risk. And, you know, I'd rather be at risk just wearing my mask the whole time. Yeah. Like, that. like the N95s, like the shape of the mask is what calls, is what makes it an N95. But it's like a lot of, com- like there's a lot of people making fast N95s that don't offer any type of protection. Like it's literally just a sieve for Corona. Like as soon as you breathe, it's like particles, 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 particles. <laughs> so like I never got an N95 because if like, if I wasn't getting it from somebody in the medical field, I wasn't going to get it. But I did just order the KF 95s from Korea. And those masks are going to go crazy. I'm going to drop a flick on the gram. Oh, I'm so excited. Like fresh straight from Korea. I ordered these masks. I was like, y'all, Y'all not gonna catch me at COVID testing. The COVID not getting me this year. No, it already did, but it's not getting me again. So what makes them different? Um, so they're like the way they're shaped, it covers your face. Like it's more of like a suctiony um I guess mask. So it's like the way that the reticle, the regular medical mask is shaped, there's a lot of like holes on the side. Like if it's not fit to your face, the corona will just right through the sides or up the top, out the bottom. So these masks, the way that they're shaped, 
it like hugs your nose and under your eyes. And then it hugs the bottom of your, like your chin and your face. And then it's flat in the front and then the straps are tighter. So it's like suction. It's like those like goggles, like we used to swim in as kids. It's like that, but for your face. So I just ordered some for straight from Korea because I don't like the regular masks because, and I don't like cloth masks because they make my skin break out. So I had to choose a I had to choose something. Nah, all, all of these masks make my skin break out, and I and I have a great skin regimen. And Me too. I, I just, yeah, I don't I don't play that, but <laughs> I see you laughing. Listen, <laughs> now y'all see this good skin. Come on, y'all! Like, come on. No, man. y'all see this? You cannot, you cannot play. Y'all were ignoring like, it today, but it's look, there. See, look, I had this one time. I almost lost my mind. But but yeah, like I, I, I just it today. I, mm, nah. But the, but the thing about it, the thing about it is that the those masks. Um, you know, are you able to breathe in it? You know, like I will. I'm I'll, very drop, big I'll on drop a tutorial. Too. I'll drop a tutorial. Let us know. Right. Yeah, I'll let y'all know. I'll let y'all know. I get my mask tomorrow. Yeah, then send us the link after that too. I got y'all. I got y'all. I got y'all. Well, I, you know, I, you know, with having the benefit of having a wife that's in the medical field, you know, she brings home the the masks from her job, and you know, those things, you know. I, I can relate to Jade and how she described the KF95 masks. There's something similar. I mean, the N95s, they're pretty good too, you know, with the metal strip on the, on the nose part and you can conform it to, to fit, you know, underneath your glasses and it's pretty tight, you know, so, um, but um, moving, moving forward, uh, the, uh, for me, am I going to get vaccinated? Not right now. Like most, I'd rather wait on it. I'd rather wait and see what. Mm-hmm. What everybody else goes through. Right. I'd rather. Yeah. You know, like, for example, my mother, my mother, my mother's a smoker. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, according to the CDC, she's considered to be at risk, not only because of that, but because she's elderly, too. Mm-hmm. So. She ended up getting the Pfizer and, you know, she just got her second dosage and I was on her like a hawk, called her every day just to make sure, hey, are you feeling okay? You know, are you, you know, like what's going on? Like, do you have any pain? Do you have any chest pains? Like what's, you know, just trying to get some sort of a diagnosis, you know, just like because if if I choose to go that way, you know, I just want to know what I'm in for. And Mm -hmm. um she had no effects. She was perfectly fine on both doses, you know, but like, uh, you know, Tamara mentioned before, that's her body doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be mine. Right. You know? Um, so, but I'm, I'm not entirely against vaccinations. I'm not entirely against the, the COVID vaccine. It's just the fact that I would rather want them to fix, you know, work the kinks out. Let's get a little bit more science, if you will, you know, with regards to uh, the research. You know, let's yeah. let's get more results. Let's get more information. Let's get more data in, you know, because at the end of the day, there are folks that Nas alluded to. There are people who are receiving uh, the vaccinations in its entirety. Like they got the two dosage, you know, the two doses and maybe a month after they're still getting COVID or, they, you know, they get COVID and they're dying from it, you know. So- so do you, I've, I've never, I have not heard that. I haven't heard that of, of individuals who've gotten both of their doses of the vaccine and still um, got COVID and end up dying. 
Yeah, that's happening. There's oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah, because there's reports of that 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 happening. You heard of that too? Yep, yep. I heard it on the news. I see it in articles. I've heard it from um, people who live on the other side of the country that their Mm -hmm. family members have died after they've taken the vaccine. I'm not with it. What's um um our dear brother, (laughs) our dear our dear uh, our ancestor now, our dear beloved brother Hank Aaron. Uh, Hank Aaron passed away and, you know, it's 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 very uh, coincidental that he passed away right after he received the COVID shot. Not to mm-hmm. say that, you know, that was the cause of it, mm-hmm. but that could have played a part. So but there are reports that people that have received, you know, full vaccination and have either received it, got severely ill, or they have died from it. So those are reports, you know, that is going on. So guys, people who are listening, you know, food for thought, man, do your research, Right. you know, definitely have a conversation with your spouse, with your loved ones. I know I've had, you know, plenty of conversations with mine, you know, and we both feel very strongly that right now probably isn't a good time to take you know, the vaccine. However, we're not. Sierra wouldn't be able to take it right now anyway. Right. Because she's pregnant, Yeah, you know, and um, but even if she wasn't, she still would be resistant towards it. You know, like I know her job. But would they make her have, are they, you know, with the um, health care? Okay. No. So when, uh, when came the opportunity uh, for her to receive the vaccine, it was a choice. Mm. Okay. It was a choice. But um, so moving forward, let me ask this one last question. And this question is going to probably have multiple parts to it. And we're going to try to wrap this up. So there is this ideology that if the nation was to receive 75% vaccination of the, of the, of the nation's population that we can start to move into a sense of normalcy. So with that being said, do you feel optimistic that the world will go back to normal? I think we have to define what's normal first and foremost. I think about it and I don't know if I necessarily have an answer um, to the question, Fred. I I think of it like this, pre 9-11, post 9-11. 9-11 changed the way in which we traveled, the way in which we had to approach airports, whether we can bring a water bottle on. Out. So I look at it like this. So my my thinking is th- there will be the calm, right? The dust will eventually settle when I don't know, but it won't be the same. I yeah. agree. I, th- I think that um, there's effects. Like I know for a fact with me, with this whole COVID situation, I know I have developed some form of PTSD from it because, mm-hmm. you know, every everywhere I go, you know, like, you know, before I leave my house, I always make sure that I have at least two or three masks in my car, you know, and when I go somewhere, like I'm so reluctant and being next to a person, you know, like when I travel, I have gloves, you know, I have gloves, I have sanitizer, you know, when I come in the house, I dispose of the gloves. gloves or take, yeah, I wear, gl- listen, 
I wear gloves. Like when I come in the house, I strip, I take my clothes off, I put it in a wash, I take a shower. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you is not playing. No, it's not playing. You is not playing. Listen, listen, but I can't play because I got I got four kids. Like right. I, you know, I mean, I'm well. I have I have three kids and a fourth on the way, and I have a pregnant wife. You know, what I'm saying I fit into this community where, I, like, I'm a type two diabetic, and I and I'm, mm. I'm 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 proud. I'm proud because I'm a managed type two diabetic, so I'm not severe. You know, what I'm saying like I'm not severe. Like I'm not crazy. Like my levels ain't all over the place. You know, what I'm saying, but I'm taking care of myself, and I need to make sure that anywhere I go. You know what I'm saying? That I'm safe. You know what I mean? That I'm clean. Like I'm, you know, like I'm 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 sanit I'm sanitary. You know what I'm saying? I'm ma- I'm taking those proper steps to make sure that my kids are good. You know, that you know, that you know, like my son, my son, he's asthmatic. So we have to make sure that, you know, he he's good, you know. So like there, there's just a lot of things for me in order for things to get to a place of normalcy, you know what I'm saying? Like there, there is new things that come with it. And I feel like it's made me a, a, a more clean person. It's made me more cautious. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can see that. And it's very evident in the way that I move now. You know, like for an example, the Super Bowl just came up. I had a whole bunch of people reaching out to me asking, hey, yo, you coming through? Hell no, I ain't coming through. <laughs> Negative. Hey, Fred, hey, what's up? You come? No, mm-mm. we could do a Zoom call. Well, why ain't you coming? Why ain't you coming? Dog, there's too many the people. There's too many people. Oh, Fred, just wear a mask. That ain't enough. That ain't enough. Like I, Like I seriously, I believe that it's airborne now. And it's sure. really and it's really dependent. It's always been airborne. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. At first, they talked about droplets and how droplets pellets, you know. But it, but now, airborne. it's saying that it's airborne. That's a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. So for me, it's like I hear that. I'm like, hold on, now, nah, wait, wait one second, wait one second. You know I think saying? we just so, have to eradicate our idea of normalcy, like. I don't I don't think that there's a normal anymore. Like like Tamara said, pre 9-11, post 9-11, you know, like I don't think that we're going to ever go back to breathing excessively at Wegmans. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that we're going to ever go back to concerts the same way and even just gatherings the same way. Like we just now have to change our idea of what normal is like post COVID normal. We don't know what that's going to look like. And I I gave up on holding on on holding out hope for a pre-COVID life post-COVID because at the end of the day, we've all been changed down to our cores mm-hmm. as people. And I don't think that clinging on to a sense of normalcy is healthy for anybody. Like we just need to establish the fact that our lives and the world has been turned upside down to the left sideways and shaken up a little bit, shaken and not stirred. And take that and take that into stride and, you know, just become better and move forward and just see like, hey, like, man, COVID was crazy. But now I know that I got to be cleaner. Or I got to be more respectful. Like when I'm sick, 
I got to be more cognizant of the people like I go around because I know people who used to be hanging out with people. They had the cold. They had the rona, the 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 rhinovirus coughing and sipping and drinking and mono and things like that. Mm-mm. No. Well said, Jay. But wait, but wait, this is just, just think about it. But like, but just think about it. And this is a question for for Fred and Tamara. So you know, you guys are obviously born before us. Was life the same way that it? That ain't want to. No pun intended. Yeah, we were born before you. Those are facts. Yep. Yeah. So, so the thing about it is that was the world the same way that it that it is now when you guys were our age? Absolutely not. Exactly. I think, I think right. So again, it it does evolve, but I think the evolution looked different, right? So there are some benefits to that because you know we benefited from the evolution, we benefit from technology, we benefited from you know the way in which we you know do things and see things now. But I think also there's been great. Thank you. Um, I heard an amazing speaker, and I don't remember where I was and who it was, but they said for everything that moves us forward, there is a backlash because there's always, again, a system at work, call it what you want it, to, again, keep, again, things a certain way so those that are most benefit or at the most benefit stay in that most beneficial place or space. So there's always going to be some backlash, no matter what. We're going to make five, 10 steps forward. There's going to be some backlash for that. There's going to be some reason and why it looks this way and this that way. So I love what you said, you know, Jade, and let's just be, let's begin reimagining as a creative, we reimagine, we, we, we stand on again, the edge for risk. We don't look at things and say, okay, well, this is going to be the way it's supposed to be. I think the individuals who maybe are older, um, you know, grandparents, great grandparents, um, who aren't used to change might be those individuals that suffer the most. I think your generation and lower, you all are resilient. You're used to change because it's been changing so much. Um, and then, you know, Fred and I, we just do what we do. And, you know, we don't look, we don't look at it like, oh my goodness, here we go again. But there is going to be a new definition. Or maybe the challenge is the fact that we keep trying to define it. Let it be what it's going to be. Let it be fluid. Period. I don't know about y'all, but I miss going to concerts. I do too. I miss, I miss the whole recreational part of life. I miss I the whole too. social aspect. I miss like, brunching. Man, listen. My okay, my mimosa is missing me right now. Oh, listen, listen. My, wife, my wife, my wife literally one day walked into this space that I'm in right now, sat on the couch and said, Fred, I'm bored. I want to get the fuck out of this house. And I'm like, well, where are you going to go? <laughs> Right. So that's that's such a heartbreaking response. Like I, like, I don't where, know where are we gonna go. You know, but you know? in the real where where are we gonna go? Where are we gonna no. go? You know, and she's like, well, everybody's going to Miami. Everybody's going to Georgia. Maybe we should do a road trip. I was like, oh, you want to go to Coronaville? Yeah. You okay. want to go to Coronaville? Florida don't exist in Atlanta and Florida because they they be doing it over there. Well, wait, concerts. Sure. So did y'all see at the temp at, at the um at Florida Tampa, is straight off the hook. 
Florida straight off the hook. They don't have no sense. Did you see the one on CNN? There was a whole supermarket of people from the cashier, the bagger man, from the meat, from the um the the butcher, the what's it, the butcher, mm-hmm. the deli man, even the freaking um what's the people that go in to buy the food. Customers. customers nobody had on a mask and then the, mm-hmm. either the manager or the ceo was actually defending it i will say this for those individuals that are in atlanta because you, you know I'm, I'm i'm toying i'm i'm, I'm playing right now <laughs> i see masks wherever i am I see masks wherever i am and if you know i where you're supposed to go and, 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 right and if i don't I'm heading to the door. I'm leaving. Um, you, you you don't even need to see me. And to the point, deuces. Was it Nas who said it? When you're moving through supermarket, wherever it is, you're right. You don't even want to get close to anybody. Close so we, yeah. we're not even six feet apart. We're 10 feet apart. I'm all the way in the back waiting for the line to go down. Or you know what I'm doing? I'm going to the scan place. I'm going to the over there in the corner the by myself. The scan and go. Scan, listen, scan and go. Got my own okay. bag. Man, how, man, okay. forget that. How, how about I already ordered what I needed online and all I got to <laughs> do is please. pick it up. I like and to go inside the store. Uh, I like how about how about it comes to my door, so I don't have to go outside. <laughs> that's, that's, that was Fred, best friend. Word, I'm telling. Listen, I listen. Target, Walmart. We Rumble, know Fred, you talked about it already. All man, listen. Dayton, listen. For for those of you who are like me, who want to be extra precautious, <laughs> okay, you better listen. You better use your technology because your technology is your friend. Okay, you better get those apps on the phone, and you better do some Apple Pay, some Google Pay, whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying because no, it's just listen, listen, Cash App, you know, whatever you listen, whatever works for you. But at the end of the day, me and mine, we're gonna be safe. We're gonna do things online, you know and I'm saying, and you know, we'll call it a day. But yes, I, I, I miss you. Know, you know what I miss the most? I miss going to a movie. That I don't miss because I'm. I don't I miss, miss it. That I don't movie. miss the movie in my room. <laughs> no, nah, nah, nah. I'm I'm watching the movie in my room in my exactly. bed. Yeah, I don't miss. I miss. Go, I miss going to the movie theater. I miss going to a football game. Yeah, you know not saying? basketball. Absolutely, sporting you know event. I, I yeah. miss like I, with the season that the Buffalo Bills had this year. Oh, yeah, it would have been. I could have imagined me being at almost every damn game, you know, and just I just miss that. But can I wait on it? Yes, I can. Right. And I think that's the consensus of I think today's episode was just man. We just gonna have to get there. We just gonna have to wait on it, and we gonna get there regardless. Is if is of if you're getting the vaccine today, tomorrow, a couple months, or you're just not sure if you're gonna get it at all. I think it's just about knowing what's right for you and knowing what you want to look forward to, and moving accordingly. You know, it's it's about making those choices, and you know, everybody has their opinion, and we have to respect it, and hopefully. On the other side of this, Fred can see a movie. 
Yes, I can see a movie. Yes. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I guess that's a wrap. That is. I we guess that's pack a wrap. It up. You know, it's um, that time. Yeah, it's, it's that time to close it up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, any any last comments before we uh, dip set? Before we dip out of here? Wear your wear mask. Your <laughs> Sick. Wear it right. Actually, wear your right. Wear your mask correctly. I said over your nose, over your mouth. Yeah. The cloth ones don't really yeah. work. Get the, get the ones that you're supposed to wear, all of that, because you may and, never know. It's and, airborne out, apparently, so... And the other thing too with that, not only not only wear your mask, but when you have the ones that have the pleats in them, when you can, you know, kind of contour them on your nose, you have to throw them away. You can't wear them yes. for five and six days. Yes. And that, well, that was that was it. That was it. That was oh, it. Man. That was it. Now you just and, swallow and come on now. And even Ooh. and even though you're wearing a mask, please social distance. Please use social distance. Like, just because you and your boy are together, you and your homegirl or whomever, and y'all, you know, congregating and stuff, you still got to be smart. Don't assume that, don't assume that just because, oh, I know this person, that they don't got corona, y'all. Come on, protect yourself. Yeah. Not everybody's as safe as you. I feel like that's the best thing. Don't assume everybody's doing what you're doing. Facts of life. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap up for the love of in our episode today, man. I hope we learned something. I know I did. I know I gave all some information. And uh, again, you know, we live in a world now where vaccines is the the trending topic of conversation, especially within uh, us communities of color. And uh, we really need to be educated. We need to be conscious and we need to uh, have these crucial conversations with one another because, you know, uh, we don't, we don't know the outcome. We don't know the hour. We don't know the time. And um, you know, we just need to be safe at any cost because at the end of the day, it does come down to, keeping each other safe, not just yourself, but those around you, you know, and um, this is uh, your favorite campus uncle uh, joined with my sister in pain, struggle and victory, victory, the liberated project check, uh, you know, with Jade and Nas definitely on the team. And we appreciate them being here and sharing information and knowledge, man. And uh, until next time we out. I still bye bye. I still bye bye. <laughs>